You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. I am your host, Sierra Carter, and here we are on the Quick Tip Edition. We're just going to be really quick, and I want to share you with you guys, because I think it's kind of fun, um, my race strategy coming up for this marathon I'm training for right now. And I want to share it with you because it's not like a regular, it's not a regular race strategy. Like I had to throw out my old plan that I used that worked really well for me. I had to throw it out the window. Like I just tossed it. I was like, nope, we're not doing this. We're doing something new because if I do that strategy, I'm not going to make this marathon. So the marathon coming up, I am doing the big cottonwood marathon in big cottonwood Canyon in Salt Lake city, Utah. Some of you are familiar with it. Some of you are not. It is a Revel race. Um, If you've not heard of Revel, it's very famous for downhill races. And I did it last year. Now, I have one podcast about how I felt about downhill races. And to be honest with you, at the time, I kind of pooped on them. I was like, no, I would never do that again. You shouldn't do downhill races, blah, 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 blah. But to be completely honest with you, I'm throwing that out the window because I now have lived in Utah for a year. I'm not just throwing crap at the wall. I didn't just come from Florida where it's flat grounds and at sea level. I've been training hills now for a year and I have, I'm acclimated to the altitude. And I think maybe I'll eat my words after this. Maybe we can, re- I'll replay this part when we come back to it later on um, after I do the race. But with training, you guys, downhill races are like almost a cop out to get into um, a Boston qualifier. I 100% believe that now that I've been training a lot of downhill. Um, A lot of people don't believe that. I would never tell you if you came from Florida, if you came from anywhere flat, I don't know, anywhere outside the Rockies or maybe the, the hills in, not the hills, like the mountains on the West Coast. I'm not so sure about the mountains on the East Coast. I don't really know if they're considered mountains a lot to us out here um, because the t- the elevation of the tallest mountain you guys have is like where our towns sit to before these mountains go up. But that's besides the point. I would just say if you don't have a way to train for downhill, do not do a race that's downhill. You will ruin your body. I have done 15 races. Last year when I did Big Cottonwood, I could not walk for three weeks. I didn't think I was going to be able to even do Chicago marathon. I was broken. My feet hurt my knee. I mean, everything broke on me and I would never recommend to ever do that again, which is kind of also why I pooped on it. Cause I was like, Meh, I don't want to feel that way again, but I didn't train for it. So this year we're back, we're training for it. And I'm really excited how the training's going. So in the past, I, I get a lot of my training out of the Jack Daniel, the book of Jack Daniels. Um, Jack Daniels training book, not like, not the whiskey, you guys, like there's an actual book, Jack Daniels. It's fine. It's fine. If you know it, you know it. If you don't go look it up, that's just what I'm going to say. And what's really cool about this is it, it does, it lays out training plans. I've used a lot of those training plans and I love them, but this time around, I did a lot more research into downhill training and strength training. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. I lowered the mileage on this one. Usually my top mileage is about 50, 60, maybe 65. I've hit 70 miles a week once or twice in a couple different training plans. 
And this time around, I lowered the mileage because I'm going for hills, I'm going for downhill, and I'm going for speed training. I am still keeping the the long runs, but I'm lowering the miles in during the week. And I'm doing this because I'm realizing if I am putting my body through all of this work, through downhill training, through um, hill repeats, through speed interval um, strides and different training like that, my body will break in half and I will overtrain. And I have realized out of all the races I've done, it is way better to lower the mileage and get quality time on your feet. Shout out to Chris McVeigh for uh, always telling me that. Lowering the mileage and actually completing what you need to complete. Because in the past, when I started doing um, speed training, I honestly would kind of half-ass it. And then I would just get the miles in and call it a day. And you don't really improve that way. So I've lowered the mileage dramatically. But all my runs so far have been quality, trying to actually do what I said I'm going to do. This morning, at the time of this recording, I just ran down seven miles of a 10 to 13% grade um, mountain. Now, I haven't like fully checked. This is going to be, in. I say, I'm eight weeks out from the race. Around week four is when I really start looking at the details of the race. And I do that because I don't want to obsess about them. That's a whole different thing. We can talk about mindset um, training in a different podcast, which will probably be next week. But for now, I haven't really checked the grade of what Cottonwood Canyon is, but maybe we can do that together. Hold on, you guys stay on the line here. Let's see. Um, downhill grade of big Cottonwood Canyon. We can do this together. Okay. The average grade is five and a half. Um, and a healthy 13% quarter mile during the last mile of the climb, which averages 9.7%. So today's training run going down, because somebody called it something. I'm just calling it Suncrest and Draper going down that road. It was 10 to 13% grade, which I'm in the ballpark. I have really focused on doing way more downhill and building my legs up that way. Now, if you've never done a downhill race, you may know that the back of your calf, so like right above your Achilles, right below your calf where your foot strikes, that ruined me last year. My quads, honestly, with my strength training are pretty solid, but that and my hip flexors trying to slow me down. And, you know, so I'm not just out of control on the downhill broke me last year. So doing these downhills, this is what I am trying to practice and keep going and going with. And I really am confident in this. So without me, I guess, stammering over that, um, a little bit more into the training, I'm doing a lot of speed work. My speed work, you guys, this year is going to be at Orange Theory. I do not care what people say. I've heard a lot of, well, if you're not doing speed work outside, what does it matter? Orange Theory is heart rate based training. And I am realizing I need to bump up where my base pace is, if you're familiar with Orange Theory, to get that solid um, pace that I want in the race. So my speed work is all at Orange Theory. It's an incredible program. If you have one near you and you want to become a better runner, I highly recommend it because it does include um, weight-based training which we all runners, we all need more of. I probably strength train four times a week 
on top of doing yoga and massage guns. Now, recovery is a whole different thing. I'm going to have to have a whole different quick tip podcast on that. But for now, we're just going to know I do speed at Orange Theory. So whatever they have planned that day, I kind of... I kind of cheat because I'm a coach and I know the template and I pick my templates out that I'm like, I want to focus on that. I want to focus on power, things like that. But it's a great way to do speed training and then downhill training. Now, I'm not doing a lot of hill repeats. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I just I don't find hill repeats necessary for this race just because it's more downhill. I do do it maybe like once a week for a couple um, rounds just to get my legs built on both ends, so downhill and uphill, but that's not my biggest focus. It's in there in an equal amount. Downhill is the biggest focus. So when it comes to my training and how I've changed everything is I never did hill repeats. I never did a lot of speed workout other than tempos. This time I don't have a lot of tempos. I'm going for the speed workout at Orange Theory and we're definitely getting in that downhill race. Oh, one more thing. One last thing that I did change and I keep forgetting about it because it's a small change, but it's making a big difference. I changed my long runs from, uh, from mileage to time. And I did this for two reasons. One mentally way easier to go for time and tell myself, Hey, I'm only going to be running for two and a half hours. I'll be right back. Instead of I'm going to go for 22 miles and God knows how long this is going to take me. The other thing that has really changed and kind of um, increased with my training is, or the other reason I did it was when I moved to Salt Lake City. So I used to be able to get at least 17 miles in at two and a half hours when I lived in Florida. Here, two and a half hours, I'm at like 14, maybe 15 because I'm on hills, I'm breathing heavier. I mean, it is rough. So again, I'm switching over to quality time on feet versus the mileage that I'm really going for. So quality runs over mileage this time around when it comes to the training plan. And I'm super excited about it. I'm going to share it after the race. So if you want this training plan for maybe another Revel race, you can also DM me. I'm more than welcome. But right now it's like not an actual plan. It's me writing a bunch of notes, figuring out what works and what doesn't. So you can get that side of it. You can get the OG copy before I actually make it a nice, fun copy, a pretty beautiful copy for you to um, use yourself. But if you want that OG copy and you promise not to yell at me on all the notes that I'm taking on it, I'm more than happy to share it with you guys. So you guys, that's all I really have this time around. The race is September 9th. We're right around the corner. I'm eight weeks out, like eight or nine weeks out, depending on how you really want to put this in your mind. It's kind of hard. Sometimes people count the last week. Sometimes they don't. I'm eight or nine weeks out. I'm really excited about this race and what's to come of it because I really do want to get that BQ. I want to get back there. I feel like 2020 was stolen from me. I'm going to get back to Boston at some point in my life. And you guys are going to be here on the journey with me. So you guys, I will be back here next week, a little bit more on the mental side of it, because from here on out, a lot of these health, these quick tips are going to be on the mental side of it because there's a lot going on when I'm trying to build my own practice on the ABA side of mental health and fitness along with um, wellness too. So you guys, I'm super excited to share this journey with you. I hope your races are going well and I'm wishing the best on whatever race is coming up. So until then, you guys get out there and run your life and don't let life run you. Bye guys.